God's grace, peace, and mercy be with you on this fourth Sunday of Easter through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Smartphones, aren't they great? Yeah? I mean, haven't they made your life easier? No? Yes? Some say yes, some say no. When you see someone pulled over on the side of the road in their broken down car, you can drive right by without offering help because you can reasonably assume that they have a smartphone and help is only minutes away. You can track your kids, your spouse on your phone. You can get on the internet, send emails, text people. And another useful function that I've begun to notice more and more is you can record your death. Yeah. Did you see the news last week about the uh, Southwest Airlines flight with the uh, exploding engine? Did you see the videos of the terrified passengers with oxygen masks on their faces? Uh, improperly put on, I might add. You know, when you put the oxygen mask, mask on your face, it goes over your nose and your mouth. People had them just over their mouth. That's not going to do you any good. Of course you saw it because they all had their smartphones out recording themselves and what they believed might be their last words to their families. It begs the question, if this technology continues to advance, will we one day have the capability to, to record not only our death, but our resurrection from the grave? I mean, well, yeah, you'll need a smartphone with an awfully uh, long-lasting battery and uh, lots of storage space, uh, because, you know, it may be another 2,000 years before Jesus returns, but who knows, huh? It's just an amusing idea because, you know, when you think it through, uh, our human technology and our little devices aren't going to be resurrected with us. So no one's going to have to watch the, you know, no one's going to be watching the video anyway. Still, those images of the concerned passengers on that airplane last week are sticking with me especially in this time of the church when we're still rejoicing over the empty tomb. At least I hope you're still rejoicing because without death, Good Friday isn't good and the empty tomb on Easter has no meaning. For someone in my shoes, Good Friday gets a full 40-day warm-up, you know, with special midweek services and so forth. Then Easter Sunday comes and it's one exhausting and exhausted day. And then what? I go on vacation, right? Well, no, I don't. I don't have that luxury yet, but it's too early in the year. Besides, a pastor doesn't want to be on vacation during the season of Easter, and neither do you. Why? Because God raised His Son from the dead. And He will raise you up from the dead on the last day of this world, God is going to bring you out of death. Just not the death you're thinking of. I'm not afraid of flying. You know, I know a little bit about airplanes and I know a little bit about the industry and how it all works. That, you know, I'm not in fear of, uh, I'm not in fear when I fly, uh, but, but when I do, the thought does run through my mind that if something were to happen, because I'm a Christian and because I've been baptized and saved, that 
in the midst of the fiery impact with the ground, I will pass through death into heaven. Perhaps you've thought in a similar way. I believe what most of us think and hope our death is, is something like a peaceful transition into heaven while we're sleeping in our advanced age. You know, just let me die peacefully in bed or in my lazy boy and I'll immediately pass through death into heaven. Right? Something like that. But if that's what we believe, then we're not reading the Bible very well. Good Friday and Easter tell us something different. To be brought out of death by God, which is what we believe, right? Well, you have to die first, don't you? Did Jesus pass through death on Good Friday? Stunned silence. You know, as a, as a speaker, that's just an amazing experience. <laughs> uh, I know, you're, you're just wondering, well, what's the answer? What is he looking for? What's the right answer? Did Jesus manage to veer around death? Okay, because after all, you know, he's, he's God, so his divine nature prevented him from actually dying. No, he died. We all confess this, don't we? Every Sunday, or however frequently you do, but you still confess. Isn't this what we tell people when we, when we evangelize and tell them the good news? Jesus died for you. Well, that's true. And it's good. But what's so good about it? It's good because His death was permanently undone. Easter was the first time in, hist in the history of the world that death was permanently undone. Now, if your thoughts are, going, are turning to Lazarus and the woman's daughter and however any, many else that Jesus you know, brought back from the dead, think about it again. They died a second time. They'll have been resurrected twice on the last day, which is pretty cool for them when you think about it, but Jesus is the firstborn of the dead, which means He doesn't die again, ever. Let's be clear what death is. It's not a victory. It's not our victory when we die. It's safety and rest. Sleep is how the New Testament writers worded it. And that's about all you get from them. Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Paul, the writer of the Hebrews, they don't care about what it's like when you die in Christ. What they care about you and me trusting and believing is that we'll be woken up from it one day. And we will be made new and incorruptible, imperishable, and all that good stuff. No one passes through death, not even Jesus. We go into it until we're brought out of it because that's the way Jesus did it for you. He went into it until the time He came out of it. If you're thinking in your mind, well, wait a minute, Pastor. What about the descending into hell thing from the creed? He had to be alive during his three days in the tomb to do that, didn't he? Well, we can have a little side discussion about that one, okay? Because that's a, that's a hard one. And there are some thoughts about that. There are some commentary about that. But the whole point of Easter is Jesus came back from the dead for you. He was dead. 
That's what you should say to someone next time you tell them the good news. Jesus died and came back from death for you. And that means you can too. When Jesus said, it is finished on the cross, He didn't mean there wasn't anything left for God the Father to do to save us. The atonement for sin was finished, but there was more to come. The empty tomb, the ascension, the giving of the Holy Spirit on Pentecost so that you and I would hear about Good Friday and Easter and inherit the promise of being brought back from the dead and be baptized. That's when our eternal life begins, when we were baptized. So, if you haven't heard anything else I've said today, then hear this and believe it and take it to heart. Easter is just not the announcement that God raised Jesus from the dead. It's actually happening to you and me and all believers who are baptized that a new creation has begun in us through the power of the resurrection on Easter. It's happening, folks. Jesus is Lord of life. You've heard that before. But He's also Lord of your death. He'll bring you out of it. He'll pick you up. I keep thinking of the Enterprise rent-a-car thing. Enterprise will pick you up. (laughs) Jesus, He'll pick you up. He'll pick you up out of death, bring you out of it. Without Christ, on your own, your death is permanent. There's no coming out of it. But with Christ, His death substituted yours and you get to live again. That's good news. New life. New life is good news. New life is available in the risen Jesus. We sing lots of hymns and songs about being at the foot of the cross and laying our sins at the cross. But don't forget the empty tomb. Holy Cross Lutheran Church. Cross of Life Lutheran Church. What about empty tomb Lutheran Church? There should be churches named after the empty tomb too. Do you think of yourself as alive? Eternally now? Because Christ is alive? You should. I hope so. And by the way, what does it really mean to be born again? Are you a born again Christian? Again, stunned silence. Amazing. Yes, you are. You were born again on the day you were baptized and given eternal life. The old you died with Christ in his death and a new person was born in his resurrection. In his coming out of the tomb. We will die a death again and be buried in rest. Jesus is Lord over that death though. See? And that death too will be permanently undone. What's life going to be like after that? Well, we'll save that for another day. Or you can read it for yourself in Isaiah, Revelation, letters of John. Now people will challenge you with the popular notion that all the world's religions get you, it get you to heaven. You know, that uh, they all have their afterlife version. You don't have to believe in Christ or be Christian. You can even believe them all and harmonize them in your mind. But here's the difference. 
Buddha is dead. Muhammad is dead. All the pagan sages of the world who ever wrote anything are dead. These guys never raised anyone from the dead, nor were they raised from it. But let it be known to all of you and to all people that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom sinful humanity killed, God raised him from the dead. And anyone who believes in him is forgiven of their sin and has this too, a resurrection from the dead and eternal life. This isn't made available in anyone else, for there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. Amen.